it's recording. Hey, this is Joe Corneli uh, introducing the second Puragaji podcast. Uh, I'm joined today by Pete Forsyth and Lane Raspberry. Uh, here they are in the studio. There's Charlotte, our producer. Oh, she's going back into the sound booth. Okay, um, so we're here today. It was just flashed up to talk about Wikipedia in the age of um, misinformation. There it is. Um, but before we even do that, I wanted to just have the guests basically introduce themselves. Um, I'll briefly say I'm an editor of the Piragaji Handbook, and I was invited to kind of kick off the second uh, inaugural um, podcast. Um, but these are the guys who have some messages for us today. So um, briefly, maybe keeping it to one minute each, uh, could you introduce yourself, selves, maybe starting with Pete, please? Sure. Uh, my name is Pete Forsyth. Uh, I've been a Wikipedia writer since about 2006. And since about 2009, I have run a, uh, a Wikipedia training and consulting agency called Wiki Strategies. Um, I am interested in the thing that originally attracted my interest in Wikipedia and has sustained me throughout all of that is that it's such an accessible tool to be able to uh, to influence the way that people understand information and especially to favor good information over misinformation. So uh, I think that's something that really relates very closely to what Piragogy is doing. And I really look forward to talking about it. Thank you very much. That was nice and succinct. Uh, Lane, over to you. How, how do you do? My name is Lane Raspberry. I edit Wikipedia as Blue Raspberry. I've been editing Wikipedia almost every day since about 2008. Like Pete, I share a love of access to reliable information and community engagement in contributing good information and sharing good information. A lot of what I do on Wikipedia has to do with university partnerships. I, my position is Wikimedian at the School of Data Science at the University of Virginia in this role. I help my university take knowledge, professors and students contribute information, integrate it into Wikipedia, and then we track uh, how people are using this, how many people are engaging with it, and in what, which ways. So there's obviously lots of things in there that we can unpack, but the, the one thing I, I would like to um, ask as a, as a special case in this case is apparently you two know each other. So I would, thought I would ask the origin story of how do you know each other? Do you know each other from Wikipedia or, or someplace else? Wikipedia from multiple dimensions. So uh, I was living in Seattle uh, through the 2000s. Pete is still in the Pacific Northwest. There's a Wikipedia community in Seattle where I was. There was one in Portland. The Wikipedia communities talk to each other. And so I came to know Pete in that way. Uh, we've also collaborated on a lot of different projects, mostly about the reliability of sources, uh, mm -hmm. judging what kind of source material is best for Wikipedia to cite and share. And I think there's one, there's one piece, I think, like, to me, the most significant place where we really started to get to know each other was um, at the outset of the Consumer Reports engagement. Um, so I was I worked for I, I developed an education program for the Wikimedia Foundation. And when I left that role, my first big project uh, going back to an independent uh, agency was for Consumer Reports, which wanted to work with they were they had a, a project called Choosing Wisely around health information, and they wanted to be collaborating with uh, many organizations that could reach, reach a lot of people. But collaborating with Wikipedia is especially complex because it's not like there's a central organization that you can collaborate with. So our approach was uh, they, they hired me to help them design what's known as a Wikipedian in residence position. And I helped them write a job description and recruit for it. And Lane was the one who, uh, who they chose for that role, essentially to help their organization understand how Wikipedia could, um, could be aligned with their efforts to get reliable information about health to the public. That is very interesting. And yeah, as you can see, you guys are very aligned on a lot of levels. That, that's great. Uh, I would call it Puragaji in action, but I would say Puragaji by any other name. So this is kind of co-producing a role and co-producing some information. But one of the clear themes I think that you were both talking about is like good information and bad information or reliable information and, and not so reliable information. And also like maybe we could go to the context of health, maybe we could go to the context of misinformation, but when you're talking about good and bad information, good and bad um, sources, what does that mean to you? And, and what do you kind of, what's your message for people? Like don't believe everything you read or is it is it bigger than that uh, going beyond that? Well, I, th I think don't believe everything you read is really is a very 
uh, important core message of Wikipedia. Um, early on, I think one of the biggest questions around Wikipedia was, you know, in in like the 2000s, I remember every time Wikipedia was in the news, it was because there was a supposed scandal when a, um, you know, when some university department had banned their students from citing Wikipedia. And it really, you know, that really uh, amused slash irritated me, I guess, depending on my mood, because it's a news story that's not a news story, right? There's no one to take the other side of that. There's no one from Wikipedia who would say, well, yes, you should be citing Wikipedia as reliable information in a serious academic paper. Um, so, you know, Wikipedia's entire model is different. It's about, um, it's, it's about being, it's about generating knowledge with transparent practices so that in order to build trust in a certain article or in a certain fact cited in an article, the reader has the ability to check the references that Wikipedia is built on, to check the edit history, to look at the talk page, to see what was discussed and make their own assessment of how much they want to rely on that specific piece of information. So, so I'm just occurring, it occurs to me that even published articles, which are, which can be cited yeah. sometimes are retracted as well. So, um, you know, when you're talking about reliability, does this kind of does the transparency itself help with that? Maybe it's a little bit similar to reproducibility in science, I guess. Like if I understand how you got to a conclusion, I can evaluate for myself whether I want to join you on that, on that path. Wikipedia does have an editorial process and it's decided by the community and there is a lot of transparency into who does what and who publishes what. And there are some unusual things about Wikipedia, but I'd like to emphasize that Wikipedia's ideals of quality control and what's a reliable source, this doesn't come from Wikipedia. This comes from mostly from academia. If a university librarian were to say a particular kind of source is reliable or to say that a certain research workflow is the way that research ought to be, then Wikipedia has adopted that, adapted it for its system. And that's what we also say in Wikipedia. There's nothing special about Wikipedia defining what's good or bad. We just try to implement this and, and bring transparency to the process. So I guess an example that I'm aware of is here in the UK, I think the Daily Mail is is kind of banned as a, as a reliable source. It's a very popular source. I think it's one of the top most popular sources of news or media in the in the country, but not considered a reliable source for yeah. Wikipedia, which is interesting, which, yeah, which kind actually, of, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could comment on that. I, that was something I um, blogged about pretty heavily. I, I wrote two or three different posts about that as it was uh, as it was unfolding. It was basically there, Wikipedia editors made what, from our perspective, is a fairly routine decision. Someone had questioned uh, how reliable we should consider the Daily Mail even though it is very widespread, there was some reason to question it. There was an extensive discussion around it and several administrators came to the conclusion that um, that what the community was saying with evidence was basically that it should not be regarded in most cases as a reliable source. It wasn't banned, that's not a word that Wikipedia was using, it's a word that the media used when they covered it, but it was it was essentially deprecated as, uh, as a source, that other sources should be sought out uh, if they're available. And, um, and the you know something that really stood out to me was that the Daily Mail uh, chose to, in their response, uh, chose to really you know argue with that and question Wikipedia's uh, value as a reliable source. Which kind of going back to my earlier point is sort of an amusing thing because Wikipedia does not claim to be a reliable source in the way that a publication like the Daily Mail does. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. So what I was going to say is I, I'm aware, I don't know that we came to it right now, but I'm aware from previous discussions with you that you're working on a project right now that has to do exactly with documenting news sources on Wikipedia, ones that are maybe yeah. would be like a community newspaper. Maybe this podcast will someday have a Wikipedia page about it, but we think we need a little bit more traction before we get there. But, uh, you know, that you take smaller things. So what would be your, I don't know, again, I know Wikipedia, that's not really hard and fast rules, but Sure. What's your um, broad brush description of the of the target yeah. that you're trying to, to to get at there? So the campaign is called News on Wiki. Uh, it's uh, the the core concept uh, originated with our colleague Mike Caulfield, who is uh, he's a 
digital information expert at the uh, the Washington State University system and is well known uh, as as sort of a, a misinformation and disinformation expert and on, and especially on helping students learn to distinguish good information. Um, and so his his basic premise based on some research was that um, that individual people, when they come across a source from, say, a community newspaper on the other side of the country that happens to be the one covering something that's in the news, but they've never heard of that source before, they will often go to Google or a web search engine and punch in the name of it to try to figure out, is this a real news source? Is this something that just you know cropped up yesterday? Just to get a basic sense of how much they can rely on it. And Google, uh, and I believe all the major search engines, will actually display a knowledge panel in the search results if there's a Wikipedia article. They will draw that information from the Wikipedia article. I know we have a slide uh, with a screen grab of one of these um, that will actually you know, kind of display all that information in a very succinct way. And, uh, and so the, the premise of the News on Wiki project is if we can just get a basic, well-referenced, but you know, uh, sort of basic level Wikipedia article about hundreds or thousands of local newspapers that we're going to help people everywhere make those quick assessments of like, should I rely on this source or not? It's going to appear both so, in Wikipedia searches and in in web searches. So, so I think there's yeah. the screenshot for anyone who has video. Um, so I would like to go to uh, Lane and just get your perspective on this, um, both as a as a friend of Pete's, but also as a Wiki, Wikimedian, Wikipedian in residence um, and a, a, a scholar of kind of reliability, like what's your view on this project? How, how do you see it changing the landscape of your work or students who might work at your university? I think that the project's interesting in itself and it's also in, interesting as a model of what Wikipedia wants to do in many fields of media. So what Pete's doing, I, I would say it's a, it's a general wish of the Wiki community to have better access to sources, more information about the sources. Uh, it's, it's kind of a, a daunting exercise, though, to say that you're going to get a list of all the newspapers and some information to be able to evaluate the reliability. And ideally, we would also be able to deconstruct or get the metadata for every article published in every newspaper and also what they're about so that we could give better access to this kind of information to the wiki community. Uh, I participated a bit in this News on Wiki project. Pete's got the corner on the newspapers. He, he does quite a, quite a bit with this. I'm, I'm also looking at the general projects of which News on Wiki is, is a complement or, or a subset, uh, the Wiki site project where we're trying to get a list of every source in every media, you know, every academic article, magazine, book, uh, just go through every, every kind of media, list every source, then de uh, list every article in every kind of source, make, make all this more accessible so that if anybody's searching for information on any topic, they'll find everything that's ever written about this topic and also get information about the various sources, what kind of information they publish, what their biases may be, or whatever kind of information is publicly accessible or uh, about those sources. So Wikipedia's ambition is really to catalog everything. Newspapers is big enough. It's fine to start there. And I, we're starting this on multiple fronts. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, we're getting around the halfway mark. Um, one of the questions we like to do in the Puragaji project is kind of making all of this stuff as practical as possible, which I realize, you know, you'd have to learn how to maybe edit Wikipedia, well, reading Wikipedia is something anyone can hopefully do, but what, what are some of the things that you would share with um, you know, other people who are either very computationally sophisticated? Is there something that you were looking for programmers or is there things where just about anyone can do something here? Um, how, how could I get involved? How could we use this in the Puragaji project? So we've got a book. Should we be um, throw out our own bibliography and reference stuff inside of a wiki site source of knowledge or 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 how would you suggest um, people can get involved? What does that look like? Well, I think one one thing that I really like to encourage people to do uh, that I think is a little bit more accessible than setting a goal of becoming a Wikipedia writer or a Wikipedia editor is uh, is just to expand your understanding of how to read Wikipedia a little bit more critically. So um, the two things that that you can really learn a lot from just by clicking around and and looking at the site without even making an account or anything is the view history 
tab on any article and also the talk tab on any article. So the view history tab will give you a, it's like, it's like a version history on, you know, Microsoft Word or something like that. It'll give you one line for every edit in an article's history. And, you know, it's in a bit of, there's a bit of code in there, but you can kind of figure out what it is. It gives you date stamps. It gives you the ability to compare one version to another and see what was added and what was removed, see who did it, uh, see what their explanation of, of why they did it is if they chose to enter one. Um, and then also the, the talk tab on our article, if there's been discussion among editors about how to structure the article or what should or shouldn't go into it, that's where it's gonna live. And those are, you know, by getting familiar with those, not only will you become a more sophisticated reader of Wikipedia, but you will also be taking the first steps of how to be an editor because you'll be learning tools that are really fundamental to the editing experience as well. And then I, th I think more specifically also, News on Wiki is a this is a campaign that's running from September through uh, February of this year. We're going to be, you know, we we have uh, frequent webinars. We'll be active on Wiki. We're active on Twitter. Um, so this especially is a good opportunity for you know we're going to be working with people of all skill levels and all experience levels of Wikipedia, uh, and we'll help you find something that's in your skill set. So so that's great. It's not this is not then what you're saying is is not really a campaign for super uh, geeks. It's a campaign for just about anybody. Maybe Daily Mail readers will soon become news on Wiki uh, readers and have a much more satisfying experience um, on that basis. So so what would you say maybe both of you, like, you know, to the people you've worked with and interacted with who have been, not through this because this is a different thing, but through the process that you have built, both of you or either of you, maybe going to Lane, like, because, you know, you're embedded at an institution, what do people say after after this? Like, what are the kind of reviews of this experience of becoming a bit literate in wiki stuff? Um, how, how do they react? The typical reaction is that people form their opinions about Wikipedia, perhaps in 2005 and 2007, and then they've never updated their views. They have this idea that uh, Wikipedia is unreliable, that instead of going to Wikipedia, people should go to the competing encyclopedia that's better, more objective. It doesn't exist, but people have the idea that there's alternatives to get general reference information, and it's just not the case. There's no other encyclopedias in play. And then I, another big surprise when we have conversations about Wikipedia doing like what Pete said, clicking the, edit, uh, the, the history button, seeing who's edited pages, they come to see oh, Wikipedia has a quality control process. Actually, Wikipedia has always had a quality control process. We've always been transparent and we've, we've always had standards for what we expect. Like if somebody adds a fact to Wikipedia, they should add a citation. When they come to have this realization, they often think, okay, uh, Wikipedia respects citations. I have this field of knowledge, this field of expertise. I know where people get information and what's reliable in my field. How can I make that better represented in Wikipedia? I'll just give you a, a brief example. I'm at the University of Virginia. This is in Charlottesville. There's a certain amount of conflict and uh, tension here in my community. We also have a history of a lot of activism here. Uh, in, in our special collections of our university library, we have some African diaspora newspapers, black newspapers from the civil rights era. These are not digitized. And at every university, they're gonna have some kind of special collection, some things that they have that, uh, that other people don't have. But in this contemporary society, when people are talking about black history, we're able to surface these newspapers, index them in different ways in Wikidata, and write Wikipedia articles, contribute to Wikipedia articles about activism in the civil rights area in our local community. So there's all kinds of expertise in the world, all kinds of good sources that just aren't available on the internet. And the more people know about how to get information in Wikipedia, they have ideas not just about how to get information into Wikipedia. Wikipedia is nice, it is popular, a popular source of information, but the bigger issue is how do you get this knowledge in general circulation in the broader internet and the broader media ecosystem. Yeah, that, that raises a topic which I will just tag possibly for future discussion, but the relationship between Wikipedia and the public domain, because in principle, anything that's in the public domain could show up on Wikisource, probably not in Wikipedia, but could then flow into the Wiki mm -hmm. ecosystem. And that's a really interesting question, but I would like to go to another thing you were talking well, about and ask Pete, Pete about this. Well, you have if you want to talk on that, that's too, but I want to set up another question for you okay. so you can talk answer at two in one go. 
Uh, one is like the contemporary political sphere. And I just saw a, a, a little glimpse of a slide that Charlotte was Charlotte Pierce was looking at um, uh, in terms of like using um, Wikipedia in the Philippines. So people will be using it from different um, political perspectives, right? And, 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 and so that was my question is just kind of like, how does Wikipedia sit inside of this political sphere? But you had another answer, right. so I, I don't want to cut no, you off on that it, one. But I think they actually kind of tie it together. I think it, it's sort of coming out of what Lane was just saying, and it also connects with what you're saying. Um, you know, I think early on, I was talking about the sort of circa 2007 criticism of Wikipedia that I that I think was a little silly as far as you know whether or not we regard it as as fundamentally reliable. Um, but there is a, you know, a line of criticism that's actually very important and I think is something that people will often come into uh, a training exercise like the like we do in the News on Wiki campaign or something like that with, uh, which is that Wikipedia, you know, and this is especially a good point with there are three of us here who all have similar skin tone, probably similar age, right? Um, Wikipedia is much more heavily edited by educated white males than any other demographic, uh, and in many ways uh, perpetuates a lot of the biases that we see in all of our, our information sources and maybe introduces uh, further aspects of that um, by the way that we interpret those sources. So, um, you know, I think in, in relation to that, that's a, that's a very legitimate concern about Wikipedia. It's something that's fairly well known out there in the world, but I think when people go through a training exercise, often their disposition towards that shifts a bit from merely outrage to outrage with a sense that there might be something I can do about it. That now that I know a little bit about it, I can work to counteract that. I can work to ensure that that you know, female authors' perspectives are informing Wikipedia articles, that indigenous communities are better represented on Wikipedia and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's inherently empowering because once you realize right. you can do something about it, it that's actually true, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so I now I'm thinking what I might like to ask is is returning now. I think we've really gotten to know both of you. I really appreciate that. Returning to this kind of short segment, we won't be closing on these, but if you have kind of takeaway thoughts, things that you would like to leave people with, as kind of like this is the fortune cookie that I want to give to everyone who's listening. Um, what would you say are some key takeaways from this conversation, as well as maybe things that we haven't gotten to talk about, like takeaways that you wish we talked about or um, whatever, really? I guess we, yeah, we can go to Lane this time. That's great. There's a lot of ways to engage in Wikipedia. So what the, the conventional way to engage in Wikipedia is by editing, experiencing it. I'm not gonna recommend this to everybody. If it appeals to anybody, give it a try. Anyone really can edit Wikipedia, add a fact, add a citation to the article you like. Pete said that people should learn how to read Wikipedia. There's a lot of buttons on Wikipedia, a lot of analytics. Uh, I find this interesting. If anyone is able to talk with an actual Wikipedian and get a tour of Wikipedia or just go through the online tutorials, I would say uh, check it out. I think that any educated person who wants to know where does information come from in society ought to have an opinion about Wikipedia's place in the media because Wikipedia is influential on every other kind of media. But if I were, if I were to make one request that would apply to just about everybody in the world, uh, this this applies to Wikipedia. It also applies to media in general. But talk about the the uh, ethics and social issues related to publishing any kind of media, not just Wikipedia, but also newspapers and everything else. Some of this will apply to Wikipedia. Certainly society is changing rapidly. This idea that anyone can fact check anyone else, that you can have a political leader in one country saying one thing, and then the actual citizens get the opportunity to publish online and reach an audience comparable in size to the national news outlets. Like this is the society we live in now. And I don't think the world has really caught up to this. I think if more people knew that Wikipedia was serving this kind of role, then more people would be having uh, discussions about Wikipedia and publishing essays about the meaning of all this. The Wiki community alone can't think all this through. We really need more social commentators, academics, just people having conversations over coffee with their friends to get ideas about what we should be doing, where our priorities should be, and how we can be stronger. Don't worry about the technology, the info, the analysis, all this work. Those things will get sorted out. What I'm not sure is gonna get sorted out 
is the right ethical foundation for all of this. That's right. And that's where we really need help. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. I guess we're contributing right now by the super wiki wiki way of just having a conversation. It's very fast. And we're creating an artifact, which will have a transcript, I think, and so forth. And we'll release it. If you guys are willing, we can release it under a suitable license that people could actually add it someplace. So that's great. Uh, some uh, winding down thoughts from you, Pete. We're not going to, after this, we're going to go for some Q&A and stuff. So we're not going to finish. Sure. Any other takeaways for, for people today? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the things that come to mind for me are number one, if you want to actively engage, uh, please do take an opportunity to um, to check out the News on Wiki campaign. Um, we're going to have many opportunities for people to either do something small and discreet and just kind of get a feel for it or to really dive in and, and write articles. So the best place to, uh, to go, we'll put it in the links, but there's a News on Wiki page on Wikipedia. Um, and the first thing you need to do to join us is just create an account and add your name. So it's pretty easy. Uh, and then we'll know how to get in touch with you. Or we also have an email list if that's easier for you. Uh, and then I think the other things are, you know, I, I have a, a couple of essays um, that are relevant to a lot of the things that we've been discussing. Uh, about the technology and how it serves a lot of these values uh, is one of them. And then another one is drawing a distinction between uh, Wikipedia, which is community driven versus social media where the, the big players are all uh, corporate driven. Uh, so I'll, I'll put those links in the chat as well. Yeah, that, that's good reading. And I would say, yeah, good probably warm up because I think that that would be a whole topic in a way unto itself. And I think I think uh, that was a subtext of, of what Lane was saying as well, that like, you know, you, yeah, so, all right, so um, if we can invite uh, Charlotte and Lisa from the sound booth uh, into our uh, broadcast, we'll have a little bit more um, gender gender representation at least. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, might tip, we might tip the screen yeah, over. Let's see, we still, still people wearing glasses uh, predominate though, so uh, there is well, there that go, uh, yeah. demographic thing. Uh, but thank you so much for um, being there behind the scenes. We wanted to invite you in uh, to the podcast to read out some of the questions that we got live. And if you have any questions, you can ask them as well. Right. Um, well, I had so. a, a really interesting one because I posted it on another forum that I'm part of a, an uh, independent producers uh, uh, discussion group for our community media station. And a guy got on there and he says, <laughs> he's sort of a provocateur, you know, but he says, I see bias all over Wikipedia, predictable given the bias of its techie contributors. The Kamala Harris rewrite was particularly blatant. Negative info about her while a presidential candidate disappeared when she was in the running as a VP pick. I don't know what that is completely referring to, but he was a okay. little, I think his nugget is about the techie bias. And Your thoughts uh, as possibly <laughs> techie biased people. Do you, do you feel like uh, you're uh, attacked by that uh, comment? Or? <laughs> People can talk about the bias People of should. Wikipedia. Yeah. There's different ways to analyze it. Yeah. I, I'll just say that uh, citizens of every country in the world have written in and complained <laughs> that Wikipedia favors all the political parties in that country over every other political party. So just you're getting this, you understand this about America, but we get so many complaints, just pick a country. And people say, you're favoring this political party or this political party, you're shills of both sides. I, I, from my perspective, just so long as both sides are complaining that we're shields to the other side, I, I think we're balanced enough. That, that's yeah, a good I know. Well, and I think I think there's like yeah. a, a, another dimension to it as well. Is I mean, there are Wikipedia is enormous. What are we up to now? How many million articles are there on Wikipedia? Six, I don't even. I've six, lost track. I've six, six, six million plus. So uh -huh. I mean, you know, it's it, it conversations about whether Wikipedia as a monolith is biased to me are completely uninteresting because there's so it's you're not talking about anything that you can actually wrap your hands around right so if you go to a, a wikipedia article about a mathematical theory you're going to have one experience if you go to a wikipedia article about kamala harris you're going to have another experience so i think the the really crucial thing is that readers all over the world need to be you know, developing for 2020, developing those skills of determining what kind of information to trust. And I wouldn't say they should be learning that, oh, Wikipedia is a site that I can trust. No, that's not the correct, that's not the correct conclusion. The correct conclusion is how can I make a determination of which parts 
of Wikipedia, I can trust for what purpose? And they should be making that kind of determination about everything they encounter online or anywhere else, not just Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. But it's a little more complex with Wikipedia, but it's a little more transparent with Wikipedia as well in many ways. Yeah, Uh, so that's great. So we are now at 30 minutes. I think this has been going up live. So for anyone who's who only had 30 minutes on their time (laughs) by, we're gonna carry on, uh, but this is going out on uh, live TV someplace. So that's great. but we can carry on the discussion a, a bit longer. Um, uh, Lisa, did you have any thoughts you'd like to share with us about uh, as with someone listening to this chat? Um, just a kind of a thought, maybe question in there, but the comment, the idea that at least in the United States, there's a big issue with what people consider fact. A lot yeah. of people confuse fact with opinions with a whole lot of other things. Um, is Wiki planning on doing anything about making it more clear where those lines are and where those definitions are to kind of um, uh, help actually preserve their own integrity. If people are considering opinions, facts and stuff like that, it's going to possibly open up Wiki and other sources for attacks that may not be appropriate. There's the wiki has some policies in place. I'll just describe what what generally happens. Supposing that uh, so one when someone's researching an article, they find whatever anyone's ever written about this article. So identify the sources first. That's where the editorial process begins. Then within the sources, you find out what kind of claims the sources are making. Generally, if there's just one claim, there's no attribution. That is, if people have scoured all the sources in the world and there's only one perspective, Wikipedia just presents that perspective. However, supposing there's uh, some statement, some claim being made, and then someone makes an opposing claim, and both of these claims are reliable sources, then how Wikipedia does this is it starts doing attribution. It says source A makes this claim, source B makes the opposing claim, and Wikipedia doesn't mediate what might be fact. It tries to make a determination, are these reliable sources? Do they have equal weight in society? Wikipedia might also try to determine, is one of these a fringe or minority uh, view? But in, in cases like politics, where somebody just has one matter of opinion and another matter of opinion, Wikipedia will just say, say which political party or commentator has which opinion, and then maybe list the objective facts which, which aren't disputed. It's not trying to to mediate or end every debate or, dis- or discussion. Mm-hmm. Does, does that satisfy your? Uh, does that satisfy you? It's always good to have a bit of dialogue rather than just. Uh, uh, that's it. What do you feel like about that one? Does that satisfy the? Well, I, I think I'm. Oh yeah, go okay, ahead. Well, no, no, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm actually already I'm seeing the next question pop up on the screen and okay. I'm uh, so, excited to take that one on. Okay. So I am yes, I'm happy with Lane's yeah. answer on that. Thanks to the people from okay. Collective All Intelligence right. who came so, in. They're really doing so uh Lisa, uh last comments on this on this question about opinions before we go to the uh, other mm-hmm. one. Nope. No, let's, no. Let's okay. All right, we're it's all you. That's all you, Pete. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking at a question from YouTube from Collective Intelligence that says, is Wikipedia fully decentralized? What percent would you say? And, um, and you know, this, this question of, of centralization, I think, is a really fascinating one. Mm-hmm. And there are many dimensions to it. The, the way in which Wikipedia is decentralized is in terms of its social structure, right? Most publications are centralized in the sense that they have an editorial board, they have a hierarchy that emanates out from that editorial board. As an individual reporter at a newspaper, the only way that you can publish something is with the consent of your editor, that sort of thing, right? That's And that's the model that allows us to trust them is that we know that it's not just one person's perspective, it's there's gonna be a discussion and a, a, a careful decision that goes into that. Wikipedia is decentralized in that kind of structure because anyone can do anything on Wikipedia at any time. It might or might not stick, because people are going to evaluate whether that change matches up with Wikipedia's principles. But again, anyone can evaluate your decision. It's really kind of a free-for-all that in the aggregate pushes us in the direction of the of the values that we share. Uh, you know, maybe more in some cases and less in other cases, but it 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 tends in that direction. Um, but there's an important way in which Wikipedia is fundamentally centralized, and that's sort of its strength, is that. For every Wikipedia, Wikipedia says, for this topic, we're going to have one article and we're going to come to agreement on it, right? We're going to, we're going to, our article 
is going to like if there are people who disagree, you're not going to have your article about Kamala Harris and I'm going to have mine. No, we're going to have one article about Kamala Harris. And if we disagree, we've got to work through that and put it in the centralized place. Now, there is a whole we haven't even talked about multiple languages. So the French language, Kamala Harris article might be different. The Chinese language, Kamala Harris. But that's I'll, I'll leave that aside. There is a kind of software, Ward Cunningham, who designed Wiki Software, and who is, a, I'm in pretty frequent contact with him. He remains a big fan of Wikipedia, but for the last 10 years, he's been working on a very different model of software, which he calls Federated Wiki. And the, the concept of Federated Wiki is that, um, you know, if the five of us were working together, Charlotte would have her own site. Lane would have his own site, I would have my own site, Lisa and Joe would each have our own sites, and we would have an easy ability to pull things from the other person's site and edit them to suit our needs, but each one would be fundamentally from our own perspective, and it's, you know, they're tied together in that way. I don't think you could really create something like Wikipedia through that model, because you're getting away that from that centralization that is kind of the strength. Yeah. Um, but but it is a it is an interesting model that I think we'll be seeing more of. So I think hopefully we can, you know, come back to another conversation that's more like uh, wikis. I think that maybe is one we discussed, you know, wikis of all different kinds. So I think that's a nice note to kind of seed in as a little bit of an ad advertisement or continuity for one of these other ones. But for now, I think uh, having done 36 minutes out of 30, we should really give people a break. We're not going to close off the camera, though, I think. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the end of the formal thing. So thank you to everyone who was listening. Those who want to stay for the after party, um, we're going to do if Charlotte could pull it up. I think we can yep. do it by, by verbally rather than writing anything. Um, and then we get off the transcript later. So yes, we'll be. Uh, yeah, thanks for to uh, Charles Blass of uh, Kiko Lab. We have a wonderful transcript transcription uh, service. Yeah. Um, yeah. But thanks everyone for for joining. Um, and and uh, uh, Charlotte, Lisa, thank you again for doing the production. So um, for for those who can um, hang out and and tolerate these kinds of uh, this like a kind of questionnaire, but we do this all the time for fun. So it's it seems a bit silly uh, at first probably, but. This is like a review of what we did. So this is the second one we're having to learn from this. Um, hopefully it's something that's actually kind of fun to do as well. So what was the intention? What did we expect to learn or make together? And as the moderator, I'm gonna basically mostly just read these questions. Hopefully someone else will feel free to, to jump in. So read it again. What was the intention? What did we expect to learn or make together? Uh, Charlotte and, and Pete and Lane uh, had the most input into that. So hopefully we'll hear from you all. I think I've a focused, sort of outreach to people who uh, about, I mean, t to me, the interest in this topic was the, the just the toxic soup of misinformation and disinformation out there that people have no capability of, I mean, it's very little, you know, it's just, it's incoming all the time. And especially now, I think this topic is really critical. Um, this will refocus my information, my uh, attention on Wikipedia. And I think I've, you've inspired me to um, get involved, you know, and do some editing and, and noodling around again on it. So there's a couple of different answers there, but. Well, that makes me, that, that makes me realize that I actually did not say something explicitly that I really meant to. Uh, which was the notion that Wikipedia's entire purpose is to evaluate, uh, essentially to evaluate the quality of information, to evaluate the sources that we're looking at and present the ones that we think are good. Um, and that that's something that really sets it apart from the other, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, broadly produced websites, social media and, and things like that. So I, I regret that I didn't actually get that in there explicitly. I think it was a subtext of a lot of what we talked about, but it would have been nice to kind of have that headline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's it's in there as a as a footline. So what is happening? What and how are we learning? Clearly, it's a dialogue. Obviously, some people have participated a bit mm -hmm. more than others. Um, but maybe maybe actually, I'd love to get a comment from Lisa as kind of a representative of the UN, if it'd be okay to kind of like come in and and tell us. Uh, what, how, how does it seem that we're learning? Uh, what is what is happening from your perspective on, in this conversation? Because this is new for us in the Pyragogy Project to do these kinds of podcasts. Um, how does it seem to you? How does it seem? I think the learning is occurring on several different levels. First of all, this is new to us. So we're all learning the process, the 
how to work together, um, how all of this kind of comes together. But, uh, and that's one level, um, putting it out to the different social, social media networks. But then of course there's the obvious exchange of information about Wiki, which is critically important too, um, as Charlotte mentioned, and for the reasons Charlotte mentioned. And so it's, uh, so it provides a lot of good information, not only to us, but to a larger audience about the tools that are available, the importance of accuracy of information. So many people have just kind of, I think, tossed up their hands like, what can we do? You know, it's all BS and I can't figure anything out. And uh, Wiki could in fact be a tool to help sort through some of some of that uh -huh. and, uh, and using some of the techniques you've come up with on that platform could be used elsewhere too. So I think it's, it's a, really good good sort of event for a number of reasons uh, thank you i feel really good about that uh that uh so i think that this message that wiki is quite inherently an empowering thing this conversation is empowering because it's bringing that spirit to people i think what lisa said about you could do that in other places and think about that is good uh, charlotte can we have those slides back because i do not have this thing memorized where'd they go uh, oh add to stream there they are. there we go yeah, yeah thank you um yeah, so what are some different perspectives on what's happening? So I guess, you know, we have the kind of informed people, the guests, uh, Lane. Uh, I mean, this is like we're meant to have different perspectives. So um, is there anything you two disagree about, uh, about what just happened? Um, is there anything that we uh, have different perspectives on what, what happened? Like, what is what are some of the differences that have surfaced here? Like, uh, maybe between Puragaji and Wikipedia or between... Uh, news on Wiki and Wikipedia. What are some of the different perspectives in the, in the spirit maybe of neutral point of view? Like, can we surface some different opinions that we might have today? Anyone, can anyone think of any? This, yeah, go for it. this is gonna take a little bit of a curve here. So kind of to set you up, I don't wanna throw us off the rails, but I think one of the things that we didn't talk about that I think is critically important, particularly now, is the idea that wiki is the harnessing and demonstrates the power of collective action yeah. in a way that um uh -huh. you know other other companies like encarta and wiki started about, at about the same time other companies regardless of how well financed couldn't keep up with wiki because of that power of collective action and i think that that's kind of a a side thing but it speaks to the power of pedagogy but yeah. Wiki to me is an incredible example of the power of, of that. And I always keep that in the back of my mind. It's one of the things that I love about Wiki too. I like to describe Wikipedia, you know, often if I'm, I'm giving a talk as uh, the single biggest uh, collaborative project in human history. Uh -huh. um, and if, you know, if somebody has a, an idea of something else that could compete, I'd love to hear it. I don't have to be right about that, but I can't think of uh -huh. anything else. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that would be really well worth, uh, I, th I think that would be a great topic that I don't, I don't think that we've specifically outlined as a possible topic for a future podcast, but I think that would be a great one. Yeah. Other perspectives, Lane? Yeah, coming off mute, that's good. Yeah, we, we've always imagined that Wikipedia at some point is going to be complete. So there's a goal of general reference information. I don't mean complete in terms of contemporary news, but there, there's certain concepts that you can go through the literature, get all the information about it and, and come up with some kind of summary and people can come to consensus. This is enough for an encyclopedia article. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're making some progress in English, but I, I guess an incompleteness about this is we're not getting perspectives from other languages and cultures, other language communities in this. And there's a lot of disparity in the development of Wikipedia. This isn't intentional. Wikipedia does a certain amount of fundraising. It disperses funding globally and internationally, trying to get representation from every cultural and uh, uh, national community that we can possibly get. But no doubt, uh, Wikipedia is heavy on the English language contributions and, and light really on, on everything else. This is highly problematic in, in the Wiki community. We, we, we don't want this. And sometimes it's confusing and difficult to interpret why is it that underrepresented groups stay underrepresented? How do we get greater participation? We do our best, more, more important than the reliability of information, like the, the, a fundamental value in Wikipedia is civility to everyone. We don't tolerate 
any kind of insults, whereas some kind of negative behavior gets tolerance on other websites. We say fundamentally in Wikipedia, everyone has to be nice to everyone else. And <laughs> which, is, which works in, in practice to some degree. I mean, yeah. I think there, I, I wouldn't want to give people the impression that we've solved the civility problem. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but I, I certainly wish that we could be more inclusive and have a yeah. more diverse and more empowered communities for every, every major demographic. We're definitely not there yet. And uh, that's a perspective that's missing from this conversation. We don't have, have these people speaking up in, in this talk. Well, it, we, yeah, we do have quite a few different language speakers in the pure, in the pedagogy community. So I wouldn't I wouldn't despair. With the right license, we might get at least the transcript of this thing translated into different languages. For and example. I, I think we, uh, we just, if I may, we're we're talking in our project action reviews. It's about two different things: as you know, the discussion of Wikipedia and the podcast. So I was I'm not quite clear what we're discussing. Uh, I think this. Different perspectives on what's happening. It can be can be different perspectives uh -huh. on different aspects of things. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I would say what's happening is yeah, this is that that's cool. Like we're in a part of a um, evolving context. I saw a little note pop up right. on the screen saying you know climate change is really important. So like that's something that's happening. So I, I think that like we shouldn't rule out something just because we yeah, didn't yeah. talk about it. No, yet. I, I mean I just yeah. I, I was just pointing out because. Um, the re one of the reasons we did this podcast or created the podcast and launched it was because we'd like to sort of do more outreach and get to more people and make things clear and simple and accessible to people. So mm -hmm. you know, I think yeah. that's one of our intentions. I, and it's on this, what did we learn or change? First of all, I think uh, we hit, we, I feel we hit it uh, quite well, maybe not quite mm -hmm. out of the park, but we got on base with the uh, clarity and the doing it well. So nice job, everyone. Um, I think this is much clearer, a much clearer representation of pyragogy than a bunch of talking about what is pyragogy is like co-producing something and showing how we do it. Um, yeah. Another thing that I wanted to say really clearly that I, I learned was Lane's story about the local newspapers from archives mm -hmm. uh, and the process, and I, I would have to re-listen. We've covered a lot of information. I will definitely re-listen to this, um, and I enjoyed it. But I would say maybe what we could, we I learned about that example, but it might be nice to have almost a, like a Wikipedia journal or something that documented some of these amazing success stories. I don't know if that exists, but it would be nice if it did. I, I the signpost is probably the closest thing to that, I would say. The, which is like Wikipedia's newspaper for you know Wikip for for its users. Yeah, Lane and I think have both served as editors. Uh huh. Every Wikipedia article has a story. If you right. can contact the author or contributor to any Wikipedia article, and they will tell you at length what they think about it. Mm -hmm. You have <laughs> six six million stories in English, and then Very a story true. for every other language. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so those are some things I learned. I, I feel as a, as the host, I was sort of standing in for the audience. So I'm, I'm guessing as the audience that they learned a lot. They probably feel like, wow, they covered a lot of information. But um, so yeah, well, I think let's go on to number five. If anyone wants to come back to four, last question: What else should we change going forward? So seriously, this is open for criticism or open for uh, improvement. Please, if you got things, do speak up about that because then we can learn from them. This whole experience is crazy. So we, we we in the Wiki community, we've been talking with other Wikipedians for so long. We've wanted to connect with other communities. And, you know, these circumstances are unfortunate that everyone's turning to video chat for everything. Yeah. But there's some positives that come out of it. We get to meet each other. There's communities talking to each other in ways that have never happened before. You don't but have to we... wait to be at the same conference to have these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we can do it as much as, you know, we have time for. And I think... You know, it really, it really gets cuts to the chase on things that people have been curious about. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the enthusiasm. Yeah, I think, I think uh, so. More, more like this, really. More conversations like uh -huh. this, maybe bridging between different communities. So, Charlotte, thank you for setting up the podcast. I mean, clearly, there's there were three people in the main session, five people in the other one. I think that that formula works pretty well. If it was ten now, it would be uh -huh, much less uh -huh. of a conversation. But and we're all able to. I know there was some confusion now. about the slides and the the graphics and you know what the purpose of them was and stuff. And I think you know just a lot more planning going forward and onboarding of people, you know, and because it it causes sort of 
tension and stress when people are hurrying too much. And Yeah, but I think we learned a lot. And I thank you for everyone mm -hmm. for bearing with that. I think that it's going to get better. And Lisa, thank you so much for coming. I really feel great about having yeah. you here because I think, um, you know, the podcast has been something Charlotte has been pouring a lot of love into before we even went live with the first <laughs> one. And this is kind of the first real one because the other one was uh -huh. just a warm up. So um, mm -hmm. Charlotte's got all the beds dug up. And if I had only one, one comment as far as preparation too, you might want to boil it down to what are the three, like three points we want to cover. Yeah. What are three things or, yeah. or one and key elements within that one big thing we're going to, we're going to talk about, but just, just narrow it down to three points or something like that that are really clear for everybody yes. and then kind of launch from there. So um, well, we so had to bounce some attentions to do that. It was just right. Yeah. No, yeah, I think what ended up happening, I think that sort of connects to the preparation thing is that we yes. did, we had a lot of one on among the four of us, we had yeah. a lot of one on one conversation. Yeah. And we were trying to work towards that. But I don't think, yeah, without the lead time, you know, yeah. or without observing the deadlines, maybe in you know, my case, I think was a big part of it. Uh, uh, we didn't really have the time to kind of come to a clear, solid consensus on on what that was. But I think you're absolutely right. That does, that will make for a, a more coherent. Yeah. And I'm sensitive product. to dragging yeah. people onto rehearsals and things like that. I don't, I mean, it, it helps, but it also kind of wears them out. So it also know, could have been, oops, I'm so sorry. I was just to say, it might, it might also have helped too. There's so much to this that interlinks and connects with pedagogy that part of the issue might've been, um, you know, just saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we have a podcast series. So if somebody had an idea, you go, okay, that seems to fit more on this topic. So we could cover it on this one or something like that if it needed to be a series too, because there is so much here. I mean, when it comes to Wiki and- Right. We, yeah. we are planning more more uh, episodes on, on Wikipedia yeah. because it's just such a rich topic. But um, why don't we wrap it up here? Because yeah, yeah. I think we're coming up to an hour. So I think that's another thing learning or changing is it, it would have been impossible <laughs> to cover all of this stuff in half an hour. Are Clearly, you, this is why we're at 50 minutes now. Yeah, I but, mean, I'm a big advocate uh, of, of... But I think I, I like the format of going for a 30-minute broadcast <laughs> and a 20-minute after-party. So yeah, I think that people idea. can then choose their scalable right. scalable thing. But I, I don't think we need three hours to right. anyone who's still listening. With the, uh, <laughs> Thank you so out. much to uh, all the people who checked in, uh, yeah. collective, collective Intelligence and yeah. Keeper Lab. Those people have been very, uh, we've been working very closely with them yeah. and sharing they'll a lot be, of They'll be on hopefully next time. I yeah, think. Er, uh, early learning and they have some, uh, some real in interesting yeah. projects. But I, I think it would be great to carry on the conversation um, with uh, you two, uh, both uh, asynchronously, we have a mailing list, Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, I, I suspect this will be much discussed on the mailing list because it's quite exciting. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, all right. let's call it a wrap. I have got to go to bed. But, yes, we're spanning uh, at least geographical diversity all the way from uh, London okay. to L.A. today. So I um, am going to end the broadcast. So we'll do our little Saturday night live, okay. uh, you know, like <laughs> everybody.